Yes, indeed. We welcome you to More Than Money, and we wish that for you every Saturday morning and every day of your life. May the good Lord be with you down whatever road you are on. And that includes uh, this morning very special um, prayers and blessings to a road down south, a road down through the Florida Keys as uh, our co-host and uh, most highly valued Team member Alyssa uh, is uh, celebrating her 20th anniversary with her husband, Zach, and they're down in the Florida Keys. Uh, went down Thursday. So far, the photographs I've seen, whew, really nice. Really, really nice. And Alyssa looks nice, too. Oh, you, Zach. <laughs> it looks like they're having a great time as well. They should. Who knew? Who knew? We've... Um, uh, known and uh, loved this young lady for a number of years after we met in church, but we had no idea that, gosh, 20 years ago, separated by just a few weeks, uh, Diane and I were getting, Diane, if that is her real name, and I were getting married, Zach and Alyssa were getting married, and now we get to celebrate our anniversaries kind of coincidentally, although I got to admit, uh, Zach topped me this year, 20 years, oof. I, we, we had a great celebra- celebration. They're having an incredible celebration. So bless them indeed. That is fantastic. Welcome to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You've got the opportunity to have your questions asked and answered, your observations expressed, corrected as necessary. And, of course, any concerns that you have are concerns of ours. This is what makes us the most relevant financial show on radio today, bar none, coast to coast and border to border. No, it's not Glenn Beck. No, I, no, and it's not, it's definitely not Stephen K. Bannon. Stephen K. Bannon here scaring the crap out of you for my personal profit. Uh, Glenn Beck just scares the crap out of you because Glenn's got that. He has predicted uh, the last uh, 22 uh, he's predicted 22 of the last three uh, downturns in the market. Whew, what a guy. We are the most relevant financial show because we don't lay claim uh, to being psychic as these other folks do. Psychotic for sure. Oh, got that covered in spades. Uh, but if we are the most relevant, it's because you make us so. You absolutely make us so. Yes, I've got 780 years of experience in Yes, Alyssa is far smarter than I am. And yes, all that stuff is true. Um, But bottom line is the reason we are the most relevant, meaning the most valuable radio show, uh, financial radio show on the air today is because of you. You ask incredibly insightful questions, ones that are incredibly important to you. And as a result, we get to serve you. It's a great honor. We get to... um, Share your concerns, your questions, your observations with other folks who are listening to go, wait a second, that applies to me too. So your one question might be helping dozens, hundreds, maybe thousands of people. And that makes us relevant indeed. Relevant is um, sadly uh, largely absent in today's world. Most content is irrelevant, distracting, uh, immaterial, (sighs) please, a waste of time not here. So if you have questions, observations, there are three different ways that you may join us and you are welcome to use any or all 610-720-7900. John, what, what are the odds that the phones actually work? 
I guess I guess we're going to find out. Uh, if uh, any of our regular callers are out there, and uh, I know that we've had some concerns uh, with uh, Gunther's show about the phones, we may need to do a test call. Um, they used to do that with t- Tickle Me Elmo. They did test tickles at the end of the line. Yeah, really nice. Uh, bottom line is uh, 610-720-7900. May be available <laughs> to you. I guess we'll find out. Uh, and, of course, um, even if it's not, Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. Uh, so I have my list, and I checked it twice. And, of course, I put it aside. Yeah, I, I did a Gunther. I, I absolutely did a Gunther. Was, no, got it, got it. Uh, So for the gentlemen, uh, Chad, Greg, Mark, if you are listening, uh, who are scheduled to call in this morning, (laughs) uh, you can give it a go. Uh, But if uh, if the phones remain offline, we understand you you make make your best effort. Uh, For those of you listening, uh, the names Chad, John and Greg uh, may very well ring a bell. As did uh, Quasimodo. Rang a bell. Yeah, excellent. Um, they may very well ring a bell. One of them may very well be your financial advisor. And Alyssa was uh, was very concerned that, uh, gosh, Gene, 780 years of experience uh, running the show alone, having never done... Okay, he's like 27 years of that. But Okay, she was still concerned, so she arranged to have uh, Chad, Greg, and John call in, which she didn't allow for is whether the phones were going to work or not. So... Uh, we are, as we have from day one on WAB, we're going to stay light on our feet. We're going to go with the flow. We're going to adjust as best we can and give you the very best show that we can. For you, no downsides. Uh, Gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. And uh, boys, if you can't get through, shoot me an email too. <laughs> Gene at askmtm.com. Uh, you guys should know that. That's that's you should know that email. And if you are further afield or if you would like to share our show with someone that you care about, all you need to do is give them our our, our website, more than money online.com. More than money, T H A N more than money online.com. And uh, they can log in uh, every Saturday morning about this time. The red listen live button magically appears. It's pretty magically delicious. Pretty, pretty cool. Oh, me lucky charms. Oh. And uh, hey, hit that. You've got a clear signal through the miracles of modern technology and iHeartMedia. And you've got us wherever you have inter- internet access, cell phone, tablet, iPad, workstation, doesn't matter. Uh, just grab it and go. And for all of the, uh, those of you who are currently listening, and I get so many reports, so many wonderful folks who will tell me, Hey, I got a little uh, little job I do Saturday mornings. I deliver auto parts. I go from here to there, and I kick the show on. I really enjoy it while I'm working. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Getting paid while you're learning, fantastic. So for all of you, uh, I send my, my thanks, my gratitude for you listening. And again, if you have questions, uh, reach out. Uh, Gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. As a matter of fact, as you uh, may remember, I was leaving the show last week to attend a uh, memorial service. It was 
It was a pleasure to be there. The family, uh, so warm, so welcoming. Um, Mom and dad passed uh, within a relatively short period of time of each other. And uh, I knew them from a certain period in their lives. I did not know them earlier in their lives. And the slideshow was spectacular. Just spectacular. First of all, mom was a gorgeous. Dad was handsome, handsome young man. Uh, but mom was gorgeous. And gosh, the kids, fantastic. Fantastic. So um, glad that I was able to spend uh, a little bit of time with them. Uh, one of our listeners approached me while I was there and said, hey, just listen to the show. Um, heard that you were coming to the service. Wanted to say hi. And that was very kind, kind as well. Um, as again, you might recall from last week, we were on uh, last week, Saturday was full to the brim. We did our show, attended the service, uh, got caught up on a couple things uh, for an hour or so, headed back down to uh, Holy Cross Church. They had a uh, pork and sauerkraut dinner that would knock you around the room. It was incredible. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. So good, in fact, that they had some leftovers Sunday morning. We bought a bunch. <laughs> we, pork and sauerkraut, mashed potato, real mashed potatoes, goodness. I got to see a fair number of you, even though we went a little early. A fair number of folks stopped in and took advantage. Uh, folks who are uh, uh, neighbors, I guess, uh, or close to uh, Holy Cross up in Morristown, and they stopped in. We got to say hi to a lot of folks. And, of course, a lot of the church members were there as well. So thank you for all that. And then Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks at the PPL Center. Um, almost three full hours, she apologized when she came out. She said it was her fourth night in a row performing uh, from Savannah, Georgia, to Cleveland for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, to New York City, then to Allentown. And she said at 75 and a half, I hope I haven't. Oh, are you kidding me? She was incredible. Incredible voice. The band, the backup band was fabulous. Uh, the drunk woman in front of us was very entertaining for about 20 minutes, and then she was just flat-out annoying. So if you were sitting in row 19, right in front of row 20, and if you were with two young ladies who were just dreadfully embarrassed at you, one of whom was your daughter, and you continued just to be a sloppy, drunk mess for the entire evening... And rude beyond belief, the security people, most of whom are babies, their children, probably younger than her daughter, trying to be so polite, trying to just keep her under control. So uh, we got to enjoy Stevie Nicks at about a 85% level, and about 15% was just beyond annoying. So if you were the drunk woman in front, just stop going to the PPL Center. Just get drunk and stand outside. As far as you're concerned, you're, you're, you're still in, as far as you know, you're still inside. <laughs> So, and to the girls, when your mom's drunk like that, leave her outside. Uh, sometimes you got to be the adult. Um, but God, fantastic, fantastic. So, so thanks to all of you. Uh, speaking of thanks, uh, today, 11-11, is Memorial Day. I understand holidays get, <clears throat> and remembrances get moved around, and I guess it was celebrated theoretically yesterday, or maybe the parades will be tomorrow. I, I don't know. But to everyone who has served, thank you so much. Thank you for what you have done for us and uh, in our country. And yes, uh, I look around and some of the things coming out of Washington, I shake my head and I wonder um, 
I wonder how so many veterans feel fighting for American freedoms to see um, sloppy, arrogant, greedy politicians steal it away. Yeah, I, I wonder. Um, my father and four of his brothers served in World War II, losing the youngest brother. Uncle Earl died on Normandy Beach on June 6th, 1944, D-Day. So, um, gosh, uh, two brothers served. Uh, I wore the uniform, but the service served me. So I take no great credit for being a veteran, but for all of both, uh, gosh, our, our family, your families, the Lehigh Valley, talk about a tremendous, tremendous commitment to the military, tremendous commitment to America. As much as you hear from the leftist press and, and the uh, arrogant politicians about how things uh, they say things are, don't believe it. Don't believe it. Look around your community. Look around your Lehigh Valley uh, small towns, uh, Northampton and Hellertown and, and McCungie, bigger towns in Easton and uh, Allentown and Bethlehem, and, and it goes on and on and on. Tremendous people, tremendous Americans, tremendous patriots, tremendous uh, folks of, of faith and, um, and grand, great, great, great supporters of the military and first responders. So um, Veterans Day, happy Veterans Day to all. Uh, who uh, qualify, and, um, and, and thanks to them, and thanks to their families. The family sacrifices are dramatic. A uh, very good friend of ours, um, very close friend of mine, uh, was a uh, bomber pilot in the Air Force, and uh, his wife this morning posted a picture. Uh, his oldest daughter now is, I think, 20. She looked to be about two in this picture, so 18 years ago, She's standing uh, in, a, uh, in a field looking up at her daddy's plane disappearing into the sky as he was deployed once more. And, and she sacrificed having her daddy there <clears throat> on a daily basis. So did her mom. And every family who has had uh, a military member uh, deployed, um, gosh, deployed even if it was a, a just, you know, Paris Island for training and around the country. If they're separated, you have made a sacrifice as well. Thanks to all the veterans. Thanks to all their families. And thanks to the Lehigh Valley. Goodness. I understand that our show is carried coast to coast and north and south. And I've got to believe whether you're in. All right. Maybe not California. Okay. All right. All right. Please. Okay. Uh, but upper Midwest where we have tons of listeners, Wisconsin, Minnesota, particularly all up and down the East Coast and, and throughout the South. I've got to believe there, you, you would tell me the exact same thing. Small towns, great people. Um, big towns, great people. Um, strong patriots, people of faith, people like-minded. Uh, again, uh, I'll borrow Alyssa's number. 98%, I think 98% of uh, Americans are just... Just those kind, just fantastic. The kind of people that you would, without hesitation, stand shoulder to shoulder with. Uh, we can try it, 610-720-7900. Uh, Gene at askmtm.com will most definitely work. Moremoneyonline.com works 
As well, in uh, Lissa's absence, it is incumbent upon me to report on Nazareth football. Uh, Nazareth uh, handled Northampton rather handily last night. I mean, it is the semifinal, so these are tough games, but 21-7 is a very solid score. Uh, Parkland had quite a scare last night against Emmaus. Uh, they did prevail 21-14, uh, but, uh, yeah, they had uh, they had quite a scare. But it sets up, if I understand correctly, the championship game, Parkland-Nazareth, again, again. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a year-after-year basis. And uh, um, keep your fingers crossed. Say your prayers. Make it a great game. Uh, 610-720-7900. Emailer says, I enjoy your show from Bucks County. Fantastic. A year ago, my two brothers and I sold my mother's home in New York. Uh, Seven years prior to her death, she executed a life estate where she added our names to her property deed. Um, She had property, but she was cash poor. She qualified for Medicaid. We arranged for her funeral, which used up the remaining $13,000 she had. Uh, we realize we are responsible for capital gains taxes. New York State charges 15%. New York City, 10%. Federal capital gains tax, 10%. Since the house was not the primary residence of uh, the three sons, only our mother. How do we calculate the capital gains on our inheritance? The house sold for 975 It was split three ways, minus legal and realtor fees, uh, 314 per son. Capital expenses, since the life estate was executed, were minimal. Just a new brick staircase, which was 11000 There was just regular house maintenance, which my brothers and I took care of for her. Can you advise us? We choose different tax preparers for our income tax filing, and we live in three different states, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York. Well, <clears throat> let's see. That, if you use uh, uh, exponents, ex- exponential mathematics, there's 37,000 different permutations of how three brothers, three states, mom with a life estate, et cetera. Um, this is, uh, uh, if I'm reading, and, and it's a rather detailed, uh, rather detailed um, uh, email. So I, I believe I've got the, 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 the interpretation correct. If I'm reading this correctly, she added the three sons. She did not take herself off. So she added the three sons. So um, uh, if that interpretation is correct, uh, they each had one quarter of this of this property. At her, at her passing, uh, it was split three ways. The fact that it was split three ways kind of automatically means either it was set up that way in her will or the way that this uh, gentleman has described it is is not exactly correct. She didn't add their name. She put them on the deed. She gifted her home to them and retained a life estate so that she could live there as long as she was alive. That's the approach I'm going to take in answering the question. She took her name off the deed. She retained a life estate. They accepted ownership of the property seven years uh, ago, uh, eight years ago. Uh, and she passed about a year ago. So they have split the proceeds, and the question is how, how are the capital gains uh, calculated? It's, it's not terribly difficult. Um, 
the fact that there are three states adds just a little wrinkle for each of the three, but but not collectively. Uh, they they will each report this individually. They each had an individual transaction. So let's pick on the the gentleman in in Pennsylvania, for example. Uh, Three hundred fourteen thousand net is the gross proceeds from the sale of his interest in this property. He is quite right. It was not his home, so he gets no exclusion. So the question is, what's his cost basis? Well, his cost basis is his mother's cost basis. Uh, Some of you right now are going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Isn't it the value when she died? The answer is no. No, she gave the home to the three sons eight years ago. When she gifted the home to them, she also gifted them her cost basis. I'm going to pick a number out of thin air because I don't know. It doesn't tell me. I'm going to say that she paid 300000 and And everyone who knows Gene and has heard the show knows why he picked 300000 Because it divides so nicely by three. <laughs> so in our particular case, state of Pennsylvania... Gentleman has a $100,000 cost basis. He's netting three fourteen. He has $214,000 in capital gains. Uh, will he pay capital gains tax on his Pennsylvania state return? Sure. Is there a city or a local tax? No. Thank heavens. Will he pay a federal tax? That's not clear. Federal capital gains tax rates are based on taxable income. So each of these three individual brothers will uh, have potentially a different capital gains rate. One may be zero, one may be 10, one may be 23%. We don't know because it's dependent on their tax bracket uh, aside from this capital gain. So the gentleman living in New York, God bless him. God bless him. He's going to get pounded because as they note, uh, New York State, 15%. New York City, 10%. They say federal 10 could be as much as 23. So he's got a $214,000 capital gain that if you add all to 23, 33, 43, 48, he could, he could lose 100 grand. Oh, best case scenario, state of Pennsylvania, uh, and zero federal maybe 7,000 in tax. Worst case scenario, 107,000 in tax. So keep in mind, you are not reporting this as all of us are reporting one transaction. That's not how it works. You're reporting this as individuals and it, and the uh, capital gains tax you pay will depend on where you live and what your independent tax bracket truly is. Should I even announce the phone number? It doesn't seem like it. It does not seem like it. So for those of you who have been trying to call, uh, my apologies for that. We seem to be offline today. Uh, Catherine will be getting my email on Monday. Going, hey, come on. Try to run a show here. Um, Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. I'm sorry. So she, she's got to get them and whip them. Whip them. I don't, I don't know exactly how you whip a phone company. I'm not, I'm not clear about that part. I'm, I'm much better at making declarations. So that's kind of my job here. Declarations. Whip them into shape. Whip them. 
Uh, we have uh, a, a two holdover emails from last week. That's kind of interesting. I've got a report about a, uh, a, a precious metals IRA dealer that's in a lot of hot water. You're going to want to hear that. Uh, of course, a fistful of emails already. You're very, very kind. And just for fun, you may have, uh, you may remember if you're a regular listener that several weeks ago, uh, I pulled off a list that was sent to me, uh, unsolicited from LinkedIn. Apparently they, LinkedIn thinks I'm looking for a new job. Wait a second. Maybe Alyssa put them on there. Wow. And it interesting. She's not here now. Huh? Wow. This does seem very suspicious. Uh, but they sent me a new list of, of jobs. They think right up my alley. Uh, first, uh, not too bad, a client investment specialist for a major company. I could make as much as 50,000 a year. Nice. Uh, second, they thought I'd be a great Texas roadhouse host. Welcome to Texas roadhouse. And apparently there's a theme because they also thought I'd make a great longhorn steakhouse host in Easton. So, oh, how much fun would that be? And finally, a VIP host for DraftKings. They must think that most of my investments are straight gambles anyway. <laughs> so I am, uh, just so you're aware, hey, I may be the uh, co-host of More Than Money. I may be uh, the Lehigh Valley's preeminent financial advisor, 780 years of experience, but I have options. First break of our show, Gene at AskMTM.com, MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. We'll take your emails after this on More Than Money. Alyssa is very unhappy that she's not here. She is the dancing queen and would love that piece of music. Actually, she's probably listening on iHeartMedia and she's probably dancing in Key West as we speak. That's fantastic. Good for her. Oh, absolutely, Andrea Williams. Absolutely. Uh, welcome to More Than Money. Welcome back to More Than Money. Gene Dickinson, your host, 780 years of experience, offered all in, all of that to you, he tried to say. It's my first day. And uh, Alyssa Young traveling uh, this weekend, celebrating their 20th anniversary. Alyssa and Zach, congratulations to them. That's fantastic. Uh, down in uh, Key West, I've seen some pictures, warm. And uh, there were, uh, let's see, what is that? Oh, yeah, adult beverages seem to be involved. Huh. Go figure. Key West, that's pretty unusual down there, I understand. <laughs> I understand, right? I have not, uh, we, we have not, uh, and if that is her real name, and I have not had that experience yet. So uh, we'll get some information from uh, Zach and Alyssa when they get back. Perhaps that'll be one of our next trips. That'd be great fun indeed. Although I'm looking out the window, 27 stories high here in, uh, uh, in Whitehall, across from 
Lehigh Valley Mall, and it is a gorgeous, gorgeous winter. Well, I guess fall, fall morning. Uh, crisp, clear, blue skies, absolutely beautiful. And I was kind of fibbing about the 27 stories because there aren't that many tall trees, trees that tall. And there are two red-tailed hawks right outside our window that are gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So uh, welcome back. If you wish to have your question asked and answered, uh, the options are pretty straightforward. Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. Morethanmoneyonline.com. And we reply and we say yes. And we send that off. Um, and again, to uh, all of you, uh, sadly, if we understand correctly, the 720 exchange uh, designed to pr- almost exclusively for radio stations is uh, down across the region. So uh, we are unable to accept your calls this morning. So, Chad, uh, Greg, Mark, if you would uh, email me your questions, that would be great. Gene at askmtm.com. These things happen. Um, we remember veterans today. And uh, please, when you have that opportunity, please thank a veteran. The freedoms that we have, as uh, much as we believe that uh, Washington is uh, actively working against those freedoms, they're still the best freedoms on the planet. We're still the finest country in the history of uh, humanity. And uh, largely thanks to uh, our veterans. And uh, I recently saw a fascinating, absolutely fascinating um, um, uh, analysis of what the world map would look like if uh, since uh, 1776 the United States had said we don't get involved in any other uh, country's uh, disputes. Uh, what Europe would look like. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Speak German. Uh, what Asia would look like. It's, it's remarkable. And uh, for those of you who are uh, misguided Ignorant. Ignorant's a good word. Uh, it just means you don't know. Um, that, I guess, mostly would apply largely to uh, Harvard, Columbia, and Yeah, mostly. Yeah, whatever. Um, <clears throat> the whole idea of, uh, of imperialism is to conquer and retain. So if we were imperial, imperialists, this was an imperialist country, we would have um, defeated Germany and then just taken over Europe. We would have just owned Europe and we would have owned Japan. We would have kept them. We, we didn't do that. We free people and then we go home. So goodness gracious, thanks to the veterans and, and do yourself a favor, do that uh, as well. Um, I need somebody because our audience is so smart um, to confirm for me something that was posted recently in social media that makes my head explode. Uh, and, and, and if it's true, uh, I would love to confirm that my head should have exploded, but, but who's to know uh, unless I get confirmation. So unlike the, the, um, the, the, the mass media and uh, representative Tlaib, uh, I, I try to confirm things before I, I pronounce them as correct. I saw a post that said, that an individual had a, 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 a Chevrolet um, EV with 70,000 miles on it. And the battery went kaputski. 
and to replace the battery was going to cost $28,000. And th- talk about shocked right down to your shoes. If First of all, if you had a, 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 a standard vehicle, a gas-operated vehicle, and the engine failed at 70,000 miles, you, you would file suit against the automaker. That makes no sense. But if, if indeed... Uh, my, my question is, really, twenty eight thousand bucks to replace a battery? That would be uh, that'd be kind of fascinating to know. So, if you can uh, confirm that or or not, let me know. That would be great. Uh, okay, I'm going to go to this email. Very very kind. Uh, I have a quick question. I just purchased a thousand shares of a particular company, seven dollars a share. It has an X date of eleven thirty. And a pay date of twelve nine, an announced payout dividend of twelve cents a share. Paid seven dollars per share. Uh, announced dividend twelve cents a share, which would be what like one and a half percent, almost not quite two percent. Uh, so does that mean I'll make one hundred and twenty bucks? Twelve cents a thousand. Yes, the answer is yes. Uh, is it also true I can sell those shares after uh, 11.30 and still get paid the dividend? The answer is yes. Yeah, you get paid. the. For those of you that, that are going, what? I'm not really clear about what an X date is. Uh, the X date is the date upon which if you own the shares, you get the dividends. So in this case, the X date is November 30th. If you are the owner of record on November 30th, they will cut a check. It's on its way. See ya. And if you sell them on December 1st, uh, you still get the 120. Uh, the individual buying your shares does not get the 120. It has already been declared. Uh, and, and, of course, it, it, it will be paid later, uh, but it's still yours. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm confused. How can you lose with monthly payout dividends when they announce what they're going to pay and you can actually pull the money after the X date and get paid the published dividend and put it somewhere else and make money on another monthly payout dividend? Well, if that were true, (laughs) if that were the way that worked, wouldn't that be lovely? You would just spend all day long uh, buying shares of stock that have uh, uh, declared their dividends uh, right after the X date, right after the date on, uh, upon which you have to own the shares in order to qualify to get the dividends, you sell them and, uh, and, and then you keep the dividends and move on to the next one. If that were the way it worked, um, and, and mechanically, uh, um, logistically, that is, that, that's how it works, but uh, bottom line is um, that, the wild card in your calculation is the share price. If I'm willing to pay $7 a share today, knowing that on November 30th, I'm going to get 120 bucks, $7 a share, a thousand shares. Uh, when I get to December 1st, am I still willing to pay you $7 a share? In almost every case, the answer is No. No, the, the moment that you pass the, the ex-dividend date, the, what you invested 7000 bucks, it's likely that the share price is going to drop. And it's certainly likely it's going to drop by about hmm, $120, bucks, 12 cents a share. 
because because you, you, they paid out that dividend. They, there, there's no longer that profit to be had. So it is far more likely that rather than I put in seven thousand, I took my hundred and twenty dollars out in like two weeks, and and then I got my seven thousand back and I did did it again. It is far more likely that you will put in seven thousand, you'll get one twenty out. And you'll get $6,800 back and you'll be in the hole. That is far more likely uh, than, than the scenario that you paint. Um, because as an investor, why would I pay you the same amount of money um, for a company stock that I already know moments ago paid out millions of dollars in dividends? The answer is I wouldn't. I shouldn't. I didn't. It's not going to happen. So interesting idea uh, does allow, by the way, does absolutely allows for some tax planning. Some folks will look at this stock. They, maybe they've had it for a long time. Maybe they've had it for a year, two years, and they're looking at a tax bracket this year that's high. Hey, I've done very well in the market. I'd really rather not have dividends that are taxed at ordinary tax rates. Um, so I'm going to sell the stock before the dividend date, before the X date. And whatever profit I make, um, theoretically, the share prices is, is, has, has factored in the dividend that, that, that is being expected. Whatever profit I make is no longer a dividend. It's no longer an ordinary income tax item. It's a capital gain. So from a tax standpoint, you may very well be um, – uh, benefiting yourself more by selling it before you get the dividends. So does all this make your head hurt? Uh, sure. Which is why the vast majority, vast majority, did I remember to say vast majority, vast majority of investors don't do this. They don't do this. It requires a tremendous amount of attention to detail, monitoring, being on your computer two, three, four hours a day, the vast majority of investors go, hey, fella, I got a life over here. I, there's, I got better things to do. I'm going to invest in a mutual fund or an ETF, uh, have professional uh, investors, professional money managers making these decisions for us, uh, uh, folks who have um, a real handle on these kinds of things. That's the vast majority of investors. Uh, 610-720-7900. No, I apologize. You want to talk about force of habit? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Gene at askmtm.com. G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. What a day for the phones to be down. Uh, So a silver coin IRA seller uh, settles uh, with regulators after being charged with a fraud in, to the tune of, forget 120 bucks, 68 million bucks. Uh, Safeguard Metals and its owner, Jeffrey Icon, A A K, my apologies, I K A H N, Icon, defrauded customers that it marketed gold IRAs. Now, this is kind of interesting because the headline says silver coin deal. It's, uh, but then it talks about gold IRAs. And you've heard, what? Th- thank God for these guys. Th- commercials on radio on this station, mm, every seven minutes. 
Stephen K. Bannon, you know the world's going, and, and you, the only thing, the dollar's worthless, and once again, the dollar's worth, and you've got gold IRA. I'm Stephen K. Bannon. Stephen K. Moron. He mispronounces his own name. M-O-R-A-O-N is not pronounced Bannon. Um, uh, two lawsuits brought by the SEC and the Commodities Future Trading Exchange. They misrepresented uh, many, many things about themselves to 450, 450 customers, 68 million on just 450 customers. Holy cow. That's a million five a piece. Wow. Crazy. Um, and it used a markup. This is something we've talked about. We've talked about it on air many, many times. Uh, the markup that it used averaged over 50%. So they were selling coins that they were buying uh, for $50, and they were selling them, the, what, $75, uh, which is why they could uh, afford so much advertising. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, be aware. Be very, very aware. <laughs> Sorry. That, <clears throat> no, not be afraid. Be aware. Uh, be aware that when you are being bombarded uh, by people who are trying to sell you something and, and they are trying to scare you while they're selling you something, that should be your first indicator that they are full of poo-poo caca. Because if they had a legitimate, valuable, um, appropriate investment for you, they would not have to scare you. They would simply have a polite, intelligent, respectful conversation with you about what you're trying to do with your money, what your investment goals are, and then they would provide you with a solution. So you have a problem, a challenge, a concern, and then they have hopefully a solution. Now, when uh, all their, their only solution is making them 68 million bucks, uh, then you can hire somebody like Stephen K. Bannon, moron, who uh, will try to scare you into believing that digital currency is happening tomorrow. Uh, they're still, still running commercials where Stephen K. Bannon said, on August the 19th, Russia and China will dominate the world. And, and, and let's see, it's November 11th. So far, not so much. But they don't care. Uh, and they certainly have no legal or fiduciary responsibility to you. Uh, 610, sorry, Gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Uh, my good friend Chad Ruprecht, the superhero in the Fleece Fest. Uh, sends me an email I will share with you momentarily. Uh, just uh, so that you're aware, Alyssa Young uh, is uh, vacationing and uh, celebrating her 20th wedding anniversary with her husband, Zach. Great guy. Um, we had, uh, she had, she worried about me. Huh? Are you going to be okay? How about if I have Chad and John and uh, Greg and, and Mark call in? And, and that was a great plan. We just didn't anticipate that the phones would go to zero. We'd, we didn't, we didn't know that. So Chad writes, as we celebrate Veterans Day, thanking our veterans for their service, I'd like to discuss in-service rollovers. Ah, you see how he did that? Military service and then in-service rollovers. Over the past three months, performance of client employer plans have again been less than satisfactory. One of the most polite lines I've ever read. Less than satisfactory. Sucked? <laughs> Stunk, pupukaka. I got it. 
Uh, while we have options to manage employer plans without physically moving the funds, that is true. You have a 401k somewhere, Air Products, Mack Truck, PPL, etc. Do you have to take the money out in order for an, uh, an MTM financial group advisor to manage it for you? The answer is no. We have a, uh, a very sophisticated technology that allows us to manage it, literally, literally manage it, be able to uh, monitor, report, make the trades, everything. Uh, we are limited to the funds available in that plan. Absolutely true. So whatever the menu is, that's our menu as well. We, 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 can't, uh, we, we can't override uh, what they are offering you. As long as the plan allows for it, you can roll assets to an IRA while remain, remaining active in your employer plan. Um, absolutely true. You have a 401k plan. You're saying, hey, I, I would, I'm 55, I'm 56, 57, uh, um, 55 and over. I, I have the ability to do this in service. In service meaning I'm still in service to the company. I, I'm not leaving the company. I'm not quitting. I'm not retiring. I'm still going to make contributions to the plan. I'm still going to receive employer matching, but I'm going to take the current balance. Let's say there's $300,000 there and I'm contributing, uh, uh, $10,000 a year. Uh, you can move the 300,000 to an IRA. And at the end of a year, your $10,000 of new contributions will be your balance plus your employer match plus, um, gains or, you know, or losses, yuck, uh, up or down, however your performance is. So by moving this money, uh, as Chad absolutely, uh, correctly highlights, you now have access to a near, near universal array of investments, securities, buffered ETFs, income uh, protected uh, securities, uh, structured notes, uh, guaranteed annuities, guaranteed CDs. Uh, many uh, retirement plans, corporate retirement plans, have some form of stable value fund, some form of relatively conservative uh, investment. They are not, in most cases, offering CDs. And of course, CDs right now, five, five, two, five, three, five, four. Uh, and if you are in the appropriate IRA um, with access to those kinds of brokered CDs, uh, you can mix and match. You can mix and match. So if you're 57 and saying, hey, my retirement's only five years away, that's when I plan on retiring. I need to get more conservative, more consistent, more protected. And my current 401k plan is going, eh. You got what you got. Live with it, buddy. You don't have to. You don't have to. Uh, and as as um, Chad notes and wraps up with, uh, in addition to all these uh, near universal, um, and I say near universal because there's some investments we just won't do. So if you came to me and said, hey, I want to do this uh, guaranteed 13% rate of return thing. No, I'm not going to do that. It's, it's not good for anybody. It's, 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 it's poo-poo caca. Um, we're not going to do that. But near universal, you also gain access to all the other services that MTM has to offer. Uh, just this week, um, I met with a wonderful couple. They have become very good friends. They, want, they own a wonderful business. Fantastic. They have accumulated a fair amount of money at a very young age. 
and they wanted to talk about consolidating their accounts and getting them under control and investing well. And that discussion took about four minutes. Because even though the, the, the numbers we're talking about are, are couched in millions, the real issues were around the other services that we provide, business succession planning, counseling on, on income taxes, counseling on estate taxes. In this particular case, protecting the family and the per, family's future. Uh, they have beautiful children. Uh, protecting the family's financial future for the children. And uh, uh, that got measured in holy cow. Holy cow levels. So Chad is absolutely correct. Well said, sir. Happy that you shared that with us. And, um, and, and we share with you uh, our wish to everyone uh, that we remember all of our veterans on, on today's show. Uh, we've covered all of that. Uh, just be aware, 2024, the new tax brackets are out. The new uh, uh, alignment for 401k maximum contributions and, for, and IRA contributions, et cetera, are out. So if you are the kind of person who likes to plan well in advance, uh, you can start that now. You can start looking at how should I set myself up next year. Next year is six weeks away. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Thanksgiving's seven or eight weeks away. Thanksgiving's like 10 minutes away. Uh, our holiday event, December 2nd, is what, three weeks away? Christmas is like 28 minutes away. Holy cow. So uh, the, uh, the brackets are out. Uh, you can Google for those. Uh, if you're planning on your 401k contributions and you want to make adjustments in your plan to maximize those are out as well, so make sure that you're taking a close look at that. If you have questions about how to apply that or how you should best kind of determine what you should be or not, should not be doing, uh, make sure you reach out to us, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com, and we can get you squared away for sure. Coming up on top of the hour news, I've got uh, Jim, I've got you, uh, in the queue on my uh, on my email, uh, I've got half a dozen others that are. <sighs> we'll juggle. We'll get it. We'll, we'll get it all done. It's all going to be good. But more importantly, top of the hour news, all the information you need for a great weekend, and if you'd like to have us respond to you, Gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com, little Stevie next to take you at top of the hour. We're back after this on More Than Money. Welcome back. Ah, welcome back indeed. 
Uh, welcome back. You've got Gene Dickinson, your host. Alyssa Young is uh, on uh, assignment. <laughs> and Zach's very happy about that. So happy anniversary. Happy 20th to uh, Zach and Alyssa. Uh, Veterans Day, our best wishes go out to all the veterans throughout the country. And uh, we thank you for your service. Uh, again, uh, my dad, four of his brothers served in World War II. We lost Uncle Earl on D-Day. Two brothers that served, both in the Army, and uh, I had the opportunity to wear the Air Force uniform. And gosh, so many. Oh, my goodness. So many of our clients and friends in, in the MTM world uh, who are vets, and uh, just amazing. Just amazing. Uh, thanks to all of you. Thanks to all of you. Um, and kind of a technology update. We don't have phones today. Apparently, the service um, that uh, um, the uh, what uh, system uh, that services uh, radio station uh, phones systems is down. So, uh, Gene at AskMTM.com is the way that we solve that. G E N E at AskMTM.com. Send us uh, your emails, and we will support you in. Uh, Every way that we are able, we got Chad's email a little bit earlier, and let's see. Very good. We'll talk talk in a fashion uh, with uh, Mark here momentarily. Uh, gentleman writes: I have a whole life insurance policy, cash value thirty thousand. Our kids are grown. We're in our early sixties. Would like to know what might be a better thing to do with that money. The dividends pay the premium, so the money is basically just there. Ah, it's a very interesting question, and you have a fair number of options. And as uh, you might suspect, in the Lehigh Valley and coast to coast and border to border, there are millions of folks who are in exactly the same position. Uh, they, they acquired an insurance policy years ago, a whole life policy, because it was to protect their families and just in case. It has built up cash value over many, many years. And now on some level, they may not need it. They may not need that life insurance or they may not perceive that they need that life insurance. And so the question is, what do we do? Well, uh, one very simplistic answer is you just cash it in. Just take the money and run. Eh, it's simplistic in, in the sense that there may be some significant tax implications. You may end up paying tax on a lot of that 30000 uh, it uh, will simply depend on how much you've put in. That money comes back to you tax-free. But let's say you put in fifteen and you're getting thirty. You're going to have to pay tax on fifteen thousand dollars. You may or may not wish to do that. Uh, number two, you you can leave it. Just continue to cook. Uh, you've you've got a life insurance contract. Um, you've got thirty thousand in cash value. I don't know what your death benefit is, but let's just say, for sake of argument, it's a hundred grand. And at your passing, uh, those funds are then available to your family to pay for final expenses. Funerals are expensive. Ooh, geez. And you would think, huh, 55-gallon drum, gallon of gas, pretty much take care of itself. But, yeah, I can't do that. That makes no sense. So you can certainly uh, do that. You can also do, um, uh, you can take a loan against your life insurance policy. You can say, hey, 
I can do better with this, but I don't want to pay income tax. Taking a loan means that the money comes out, but there is no income tax. You don't get all of the 30000 but you get a big chunk of it, and that remains as a loan against the policy. The policy stays in force, and when you pass away, the loan is paid off, and any difference goes to your family. So that's an opportunity. Another opportunity, uh, you can, without paying taxes, exchange your cash value from a life insurance company to an annuity company. So you've got $30,000 in a nationwide insurance policy, life insurance policy, and you'd like to open a uh, Jackson um, uh, variable annuity contract that might provide you income uh, should you need it later in your life. You can absolutely do that. Um, and there's no tax. You, you can do the tax-free exchange. There are certain annuity companies that also have uh, what are referred to as hybrid annuities, meaning that some um, of that annuity structure would also help you in case uh, you need long-term care. And you can move your 30000 from where it is in the life insurance to a hybrid annuity company. Hmm. Okay, what else? You could um, gift... You could gift this life insurance contract to an, an, a, a nonprofit of your choice. Uh, let's say you're very active in your church. You're very committed to your church. You make um, annual uh, contributions that are significant to your church. Uh, perhaps uh, since the dividends pay for this, there'd be no out-of-pocket cost to the church. You could uh, gift uh, the policy uh, to your church. You would get a tax deduction. Potentially, potentially a tax deduction for the $30,000. Um, actually, in all, if it's 30000 in all likelihood, you would get a tax deduction because that's already larger than the standard deduction. But bottom line, you could gift it to uh, a nonprofit. We'll use the church as, as, as an example. And at your passing, again, we're, we're using a $100,000 death benefit as the example, the church... Uh, loses you as a financial supporter, but gains $100,000 that would help uh, replace that financial support. Not a bad idea. Uh, what else? Ah, you could gift it to another family member. Let's say that you have uh, uh, children or grandchildren that uh, since this, again, is uh, self-funding, the dividends are paying the premium. They don't have to worry about out-of-pockets. You could gift it to Someone else, maybe someone that, gosh, at your passing would uh, would very much need the money. Uh, that's an opportunity as well. Gosh, I've lost track. What is that? Seven, eight, nine different things that you can do. Lots of different options. Uh, so uh, many people are surprised to find that they have so very many options. You need um, uh, to um, uh, choose evaluate and then choose the one that, that, that best fits you, that best fits you. And one of the best ways to do that is to sit with a financial advisor, particularly one that has access to really, really smart insurance and annuity people so that you can evaluate each of these options to see which ones kind of fit some of which you're going to cross off the list immediately. That's not really me. I don't really want to do that. That doesn't really fit. But then you'll come down to two or three or four that you go, those all look interesting. 
how do we evaluate those? What what kind of uh, analysis do we need to do so that we can uh, choose the one that's best for us? Doing that's pretty easy. Uh, Takes maybe an hour. So you've got to commit a little bit of time. And, of course, you have to sit with a trusted, experienced financial advisor. So very good stuff. Uh, Gene at AskMTM.com. Hey, almost said the phone number, but I didn't. That was good. John is helping me. John says, I need so much help. Yes, this is what I saw. This is theoretically from a Chevy dealership. Uh, It does not tell me where the dealership is. It doesn't matter. Theoretically, this was from August of last year. Um, Chevy that had 70,400 miles, they replaced the battery. It cost 29,400 bucks. Are you freaking kidding me? Seriously? And uh, for those of you who uh, are EV oriented because they are, uh, excuse me, um, they are environmentally friendly. No, they're not. Do the do your homework. Do a little do a little research. That's why God gave you that magic rectangle. And you start googling around and find out what it costs from a carbon standpoint to make those batteries. And then you want to you want to be green. Yeah, find out what they have to do to get rid of those batteries. It's staggering. But China makes most of that stuff. So what do we care? Six one uh nah gene at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com more than money online dot com. Uh from our good friend Mark Belsack, and our good friend means many of you. So wait a second, that's our financial advisor. That is true. One and the same. It says good morning to all. Try not to murder anyone out there at the phone company. That is true. Thank you. <sighs> Deep breath. Let it go. Um First, thanks uh, to all of our veterans for their service. Without them, we wouldn't have the freedoms that so often we take for granted. Well said. I was going to talk uh, about on a call about traditional mindset of investing has changed. The traditional mindset about investing has changed. Alyssa has talked a great deal uh, about the annuity piece, about how the traditional, hey, the traditional fundamentally You invest 60% of your money in stocks and 40% of your money in bonds. Pretty traditional. Been around for decades and decades and decades. Alyssa, quite right, Mark is quite right, has uh, been very uh, diligent about educating all of us about the use, the effective, the appropriate use of annuities. And how sadly, so many times annuities are sold inappropriately, ineffectively, and so many annuities that have been on the books for years could be doing far, far better. So he, he, he points that out absolutely right. Alyssa has done a great job. For example, using an annuity where the income isn't needed for the owner's lifetime, use the death benefit for the future generation, and possibly moving older policies into newer ones that might maximize that death benefit, or some of the newer policies that can use buffered products to enhance 
upside, meaning you get an opportunity to make more on uh, the gains in the markets and, and or more income on the upside with protection in case the market should go down. Uh, Mark continues, what I've been talking with clients about more recently is the traditional asset allocation, stocks, bonds, and cash gives me pause, specifically on the bond side. Bonds traditionally were geared to, uh, they were intended, they were focused. Mitigate risk, reduce risk, and provide a consistent stream of income. Uh, Last year and part of this year were my last straw, he puts in quotes, air quotes, Uh, Is it air quotes if it's written in an email? Uh, Email quotes. Okay. Um, If, in fact, there is an investment that provides as much, if not more in some cases, downside protection, principal protection, and also gives a more consistent or possibly even higher returns on the upside than bonds. Truly, does that offer a better solution for clients to fulfill this piece of their asset allocation. Uh, translation said slightly different way, 60-40, 60% in the stock market, 40% bonds, or this alternative. Uh, in today's environment, it makes no sense to be going into the traditional bonds. Uh, buffered ETFs and structured notes, both of which we've talked about on air previously, uh, can provide a greater levels of income uh, some north of 6%, some near 8 or 9%, um, none of which, by the way, keeping in mind, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm commenting on Mark's comments, none of which are FDIC insured. They are not the equivalent of CDs, currently paying five, five and a quarter. So there is some degree of risk, without a doubt. Of course, each solution has, uh, Mark's already, he's way ahead of me, has varying degrees of risk. But so do all other investments. Treasuries have risk. High-yield bonds have risk. REITs, real estate investment trusts, despite what you have heard on this radio station in numerous ads, about 10, 12, 14% returns with no risk. That is wrong. Of course there's risk. No risk is 4%. 13% is risk. Uh, the fact that there that there may or may not have had a, a slip uh, at this point does not change the fact that there is absolute risk. Uh, we can even piece, uh, Mark continues, we can even piece together a sleeve of investments that provide greater downside protection than bonds and a greater opportunity for upside or income generation as well. This is dramatically different than you would have heard even just five years ago. So listeners, according to Mark, need to think outside the traditional box. I work with an advisor that's not locked into uh, strictly a mindset of, of uh, stocks, bonds, cash, and understand that investment solutions change often. And often with technology, these changes can be beneficial to clients. Hope this helps. Mark, thank you so much. He's absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Most important, one of the most important pieces um, of this um, um, concept of uh, constructing investment portfolios that are 
non-traditional. And, and non-traditional is misleading. Um, it makes traditional sound as if that's, that's the good thing. That's the thing that you can rely on. Those are tried and true. And these new ideas are, oh, scary. That, it's, it's almost the exact opposite. Uh, traditional has been uh, traditionally um, volatile, traditionally um, um, uh, potentially unsettling. Uh, we have finally, uh, 15 years later, gotten the vast majority of our investors over their 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 shock and horror from 2008, uh, when the stock market over a 17-month period dropped over 50%. Bonds were down, stocks were down, real estate was down. It was dreadful. And now it took it took a decade for a lot of folks to get over that and understand that wow, there that that amount of risk was uh, uh, was dreadful. But that was the traditional approach. And some of the items that Mark's mentioning as as alternatives, as options, as things to explore, have been around for a very long time. Structured notes employ uh, stock options and hedging uh, techniques uh, to provide protection, as do buffered ETFs. They've been these have been around a long time. What what has changed is that they're now available to humans, to people like you and me. Unlike uh, in the past, where they were available to the Rockefellers and the Kennedys and the Vanderbilts and on and on, the most wealthy of the wealthy. Uh, now, because of technology, they can be available to. Um, normal people like us. So pretty interesting things uh, indeed. Uh, appropriate for you? Mm, something that you need to explore. They are not appropriate for everybody. Nothing is. Nothing is. Uh, 610-720-7900. Gentleman writes, it's likely... Uh, we talked earlier in the show about a uh, gentleman. He and his two brothers inherited his mother's property. They didn't really. She gifted it to them. We were talking about taxes. Uh, this gentleman says it's likely the emailer proceeds were net of New York and New York City income taxes, which were likely withheld at settlement. Uh, since the emailer is a non-resident owner selling the property, this was my experience. He may want to file New York and New York City returns to report uh, that would add to his basis, perhaps, and get a refund of the tax that was withheld at settlement. Since he's not a New York resident, he should have and will get a 1099 for the sale. Also, he can likely take credit for taxes paid to New York against his PA on his PA tax return. Love the show. Thank you so much. That is a very, very good observation. Uh, Diane, if that is her real name, Sue, Rachel, Stephanie, the entire tax team, um, use... Uh, a very, very powerful uh, software package that uh, encompasses um, uh, every state. So um, the integration, this gentleman makes an excellent point, the integration of activities that cross state lines until mm, 15, 20 years ago, oh, what a headache. If your uh, tax preparer was not familiar, did not have access to those rules, they, they, they did their best guess. They took a, a, a wag, a wild-ass guess about what is appropriate, and they did their very best. Now, goodness no. Goodness no. You're absolutely right. 1099 comes out of New York. 
that will indicate uh, taxes withheld uh, for non-New York residents. That can bleed over uh, effectively either as credits or as refunds. Very, very uh, astute observation and hopefully helps our client uh, indeed. Phil, thank you very much. That That is very, uh, very nice. Uh, 610-720-79. Hi there, ah, Jim. You're very kind. Uh, a nice thank you right there. Um, that's, sorry, I should have had breakfast. <laughs> Every time I hear that, it makes me think um, <clears throat> that 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 I'm hungry, but it isn't. Uh, it is uh, it is Diane, if that is her real name, alerting me. Um, excellent. That's what they do. Excellent. Very good. Confirming. She is confirming and affirming. And until, let's be honest, until the wife says it's so, it ain't so. 610-720-7900. Okay. Yeah, I have time for this. Uh, Looking at my social security statement, my full retirement age is 66.8. That'll be uh, August of 2025, he says. Uh, The statement says these personalized estimates are based on your earnings to date and assume you continue to earn X amount per year until you start your benefits. Okay, pretty straightforward. Uh, Starting next year, I'll be earning nothing. Uh, So will they put zeros in my earnings column and will I receive a reduced benefit? The answer is yes. Uh, Please, uh, I honestly don't know what to do. Who should I listen to? Gene, that was easy. Uh, uh, should I apply, uh, oh, should I apply and start taking like right away? Why? Um, you're, you're fearful. You might get a reduced benefit, but if you take your benefit early, you will guarantee that you get a reduced benefit. So I don't, I don't get that. Wait until your full retirement age, which is basically around the corner. I think that's probably the case. Or should you delay until, uh, you turn 70. Well, our good friend and social security expert, Mark Basak, has a very simple, very effective um, litmus test. You take your social security when you need it. So if you don't need it currently, don't take it. If when you get to normal retirement age in 18 months, you say, ooh, yeah, I could really use that now. Take it. If you don't need it at normal retirement age, the gain in your lifetime benefits is 8% per year, two-thirds of a percent actually per month. So it gains month by month by month. So it is highly likely uh, that between COLAs, cost of living increases, that that you will likely receive along the way, uh, that you will outperform by waiting, you will outperform your cash flow than you will if you take it early. Now, I, I get that there, there's lots of, of, of discussion, disagreement, or other theories. Take it now, uh, invest the difference. Take it now, you may not live long enough. I get that. No one knows positively that they have picked the correct Social Security benefit until they are literally climbing that golden staircase to the heavens above. And they can look back and go, ah, got it right. Ooh, spot on. Or they could be the guy, I'm going to wait till 70, maximize it, and a month later, ooh, face down in the soup. Yeah, that didn't work out that well. But there's no way to know. Now, in my particular case, with 30 more good years ahead of me, and then 
then face down in the soup. That's pr- probably how it's going to go. Right? That magic 100 and bang. I'd be all right with that. That's, that's good. Healthy, happy 100. Thank you, Ann. Thank you, Ann. Uh, full credit. Bottom line, I still think you should trademark it. I'm, I'm serious. Happy, healthy 100. Um, taking Social Security as late as possible for me, perfect sense. For you, it doesn't matter that perfect sense for me. It doesn't matter that it may or may not maximize your cash flow. If you need it, you take it. And if your circumstances dictate, hey, my health is not that good, take it earlier rather than later. If your circumstances dictate it, hey, my wife uh, will really benefit if my survivor benefits much higher than you wait. So the term, it's a sophisticated term used often in the more um, uh, progressive, uh, I hate that word, the, the more effective uh, MBA programs, it's called It Depends. Hmm. Excellent. Uh, Gene at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM.com is how we're communicating today. Phone systems are down. We are, it's tragic. It's, is, we're hard. Oh, wait a second. We're three quarters of the way through the show. We're doing just fine. So Gene at AskMTM.com. We'll take your emails after this on More Than Money. piece of music bringing you back to more than money lots of excitement here lots of energy no phones but lots of excitement lots of energy gene at askmtm.com is how you join the show this morning because our phone lines part of a larger system serving radio stations around the world not working uh very disappointing but gosh 23 and a half minutes more of our opportunity to serve you we're going to try to fill that in every way that we can uh, best wishes, prayers for safe travels to Alyssa and Zach as they are uh, in the Keys and uh, spending uh, their 20th anniversary down there. Fantastic. Uh, best wishes to all our veterans. Uh, we thank them. We thank them for their service. We thank them for helping preserve uh, the freedoms that we do have. And yes, are their freedoms being eroded left and right? The answer is yes. Greedy uh, politicians of all stripes. Uh, insanity of all flavors. Uh, and yet, still, America, the greatest, um, greatest uh, country on the planet, without a doubt, uh, having saved millions and millions and millions from oppression. Uh, and uh, all thanks to the sacrifices of our veterans. So thank you to all of you. Uh, I think I've caught up on all of that. We talked about a uh, gold IRA company that's been hit with a a $68 million fraud judgment. Uh, So be very, very cautious when you hear these ads uh, talking about um, 
gold and silver being the answer to your prayers. It is the answer to their prayers. They are making ridiculous amounts of money uh, on your back. Uh, markets uh, up again this week. It's third week in a row uh, and giving us a little bit of boost uh, for year in. Uh, always useful. Uh, for many of you, the name Greg Grillo is very, very familiar. He's your financial advisor in our More Than Money World headquarters. And uh, Greg emails me this morning and uh, shares his best wishes to the veterans uh, as well. He uh, makes an observation, shares with us that he's had many conversations lately with his current clients and, and prospective clients about the media uh, with a 24-7 news requirement. Breaking news. Breaking news. It is light out at 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's, why would that be breaking news? But everything is um, hyped. So he uh, goes on to say that, um, gosh, there seems to be uh, across the board a, a much more uh, uh, heightened uh, sense of anxiety. Uh, many people are fo- focusing too much on the day-to-day static. We call it noise, of course. Losing sight of the big picture. What are your thoughts on how people can stay current on course and that yet, net and yet he tried to say not be swept up in the day-to-day media hype? Well, one piece of advice I would I would give you uh, anyone that's in this position is 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 turn them off. Turn them off. Uh, your anxiety is going to drop almost immediately. Uh, certainly, the uh, the hype on on the the television, certainly the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, uh, fear mongering, uh, particularly goodness, you, you you really do have to um, uh, put in context where you're hearing some of this stuff. Glenn, I heard on Glenn Beck. As soon as you say Glenn Beck, you absolutely know um, Glenn. I I don't doubt his sincerity, uh, but there have been sincere. Idiots around since Adam and Eve. Hey, taste this. (laughs) You get my point. Uh, Bottom line, you can be sincere and be sincerely wrong. And Glenn is wrong a lot. Um, But bottom line is uh, Stephen K. Bannon. I'm this, I'm that. Hey, you you, you should be scared because I'm, yeah, you've got to put into context. Where are you getting, where are you getting your information and is it helping or hurting and and is it credible or not credible is it useful not useful i would suggest and and of course i'm yes it's very self-serving i understand that um that two hours a week of more than money is plenty it's actually a little more than <clears throat> than you actually need i mean if you can do the whole two hours bless you i'm thinking three cups of coffee and maybe just a little sweetener maybe a little kalua in that thing that's <laughs> just baileys little baileys Little <clears throat> an extra crunchy celery in your <laughs> your bloody Mary this morning. Uh yeah, yeah, twenty four seven. It's it's intended to keep your blood pressure at a very high level. Please don't do that. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh you've got to, if you're going to be successful and you're going to live to be successful, you've got to play the long game. Play the long game. And the long game says you've got to invest uh, in an evergreen fashion. You've got to invest in ways that if the market goes up, you do reasonably well. If the market goes down, you don't get killed. Pretty straightforward stuff. 
It's good when the markets are great. It's good when the markets are not so great. Uh, it is independent of all the noise. And yes, noise is the exact right word. The hype, the breaking news alerts, the uh, the loud music, the uh, the uh, we're now and it has been widely reported. When you're talking about people on Twitter or on X as being widely reported, uh, the fact that somebody has access to their phone does not make them an expert in any way, shape, or form. The social media universe has responded. So what? So what? If 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 you were in, 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 trying to gather intelligent information and you were surrounded by four-year-olds and they were in a panic, would you take the four-year-olds' opinions into in, into consideration? The answer is no. They're, they they have no value. So understand that. Hmm, Let's see. Ninety-eight percent of the occupants of Washington D.C. are not only worthless, but they're they're they they work against us. And ninety-eight percent of media is worthless, and 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 adds no value. So distance yourself from that. Spend more time with like-minded people. Spend more time with information that you trust. Spend more time with the kinds of things that add value to your life. St- spend way less time with that kind of other stuff. Uh, Gene at askmtm.com, more than money online.com. Okay, I've caught up to that. Um, okay. Uh, thanks for your outstanding radio show, phones or not. Thank you. Well, you're very kind. Uh, I recommend it to others when people are looking for financial information. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's what we were just talking about. I've made uh, QCDs, that translation, Qualified Charitable Distributions, Uh, to satisfy my RMD requirements this year from my traditional IRAs. I believe they are not also tax deductible as gifts to charity on Schedule A. Otherwise, that would be double dipping. Would you please confirm that uh, if I wish also to make gifts to charity that are are deductible on on Schedule A, the amounts of the QCDs will not be part of the total amount of gifts to charity subject to the limit on that amount that can be deducted. In other words, QCDs do not reduce on the amount of gifts to charity that otherwise are deductible on Schedule A and subject to the limit. Thank you for your help. It's a little, the question's a little convoluted, so I'm going to rephrase it and hopefully make it a little clearer, and then we'll give you, we'll give you all the proper guidance. So, uh, simple numbers. A uh, gentleman has uh, required minimum distributions this year of $10,000. If he takes that uh, as income, as a withdrawal from his IRA, as his RMD, it's taxable. Pretty simple. Um, so, let's say it's $10,000. let us say he's in the 20% bracket. He gets to keep eight. So, if he now wants to make a charitable contribution, he has $8,000 to deal with, not ten. And indeed, the, the deduction, the, the uh, in- income tax deduction would appear on Schedule A. For the vast majority of people, uh, it, it means that you will not get a tax deduction because the standard deduction is uh, currently, for uh, folks married, filing jointly, 27700 bucks, And so for, gosh, 85, 90% of the folks filing tax returns, um, they will use the standard deduction. 
So this $8,000 effectively is lost, is lost. Now, done a different way. Sent directly from the IRA to the charity. Directly. Now, I say directly. The checks can go direct to the charity like it ends up in their mailbox. Or the checks can be sent to you, but they're made out to the charities. They, you cannot cash them, uh, but you can hand deliver them. Either way, that's direct to the charity. Those, uh, that $10,000 is now non-taxable. It is reported on your tax return, but it is not included in your taxable income. And you still get your standard deduction of $27,700. So it is, in essence, above and beyond your standard deduction. It is a much more effective way for you to uh, support charities that you care about and not impact negatively impact your tax return or your IRMA. And if you're familiar with the term IRMA, that's because you uh, are paying your Medicare premiums. And if you're not, you're too young. You'll get there, young man, young lady. You'll, you'll be asking about IRMA later in your life. So uh, higher income, no. Higher taxes, no. Direct to charities, yes. Now, is it also reported on Schedule A? No, that's, that's the entire, that's, that's the point of the uh, direct to the charity QCD, Qualified Charitable Distribution. Uh, by the way, if you have additional charitable contributions, that's fantastic. Uh, again, 85, 90% of you will not benefit from a major, will not have any kind of significant benefit because when you add up all of your deductions, your real estate taxes, your interest uh, deductions, your charitable gifts, et cetera, it is uh, highly likely, 85, 90% likely that you will not reach a number higher than 27,700 bucks. If you do, Congratulations. Uh, by the way, if you do, you go, hey, I made it. It's 30000 Yippee. You already had twenty-seven seven, So you're going to get a deduction for 2300 bucks. So it doesn't like, kind of magically make it wonderful. It just, these are the calculations. You just got to be a little, uh, well, accommodating. And for the vast majority of folks, by the way, the twenty-seven seven is a gift. It's, it's fantastic because they do not have uh, standard or they do not have tax deductible items that would approach that number. So for the vast majority, they're actually getting a pretty good deal. Gene at askmtm.com, morethemoneyonline.com. Last week we had a gentleman call in and he said he was looking at a will and it had a, a, a strange um, uh, phrase in it. And, and, and it was uh, uh, a phrase either forecaster on time or fork, forecast or on time. And he wasn't sure, gosh, what, what does this mean? Uh, thinking it was pertaining to real estate. We uh, provided this to our crack estate planning expert. No, he's not on crack. Means he's very sharp. Uh, and this is a gentleman who's been doing estate planning for years. If you'll recall the question that came in, was like forecast on time or some other phrase. And I'm going, I have never heard that. I've been doing this 780 years. I've never heard of it. And I felt, you know, like this is kind of exciting. Brand new. Uh, Keith responds, I've never even seen this thing. <laughs> uh, the only thing I could think of, it's referencing the sale of real estate, uh, that there's a principle called time is of the essence. 
So when it comes to real estate property transfers, meaning if you don't close by deadline provided, you're in breach of the contract. So it may be an old fashioned version of this time is of the essence. Now I've heard time is of the essence, uh, gosh, my entire adult life. I've been investing in real estate my entire adult life. So I have seen this many, many times. I'm not aware of any appointments that have come directly. uh, Okay. That follows up on something else. Okay. So uh, just, um, I've never heard of it. Our attorney has never heard of it. John claims he's heard of it, but John hears voices. Gotta let that go. Who knows? Could be right. The Etruscans have never heard of it. Six one uh Gene at askmtm.com, more than money online.com. Six minutes left in this edition of More Than Money. Um okay. Young lady writes, why does the amount of my mortgage payment going into the loan principal vary so much? I've looked at my monthly statements and noted that the amount going to principal varies from a high this year of $371 that month to a low of $236 uh, later in the year, yet I continue to make the same payment every month. This doesn't seem fair. Please explain how the bank justifies these differences. Thanks very much. I've learned a lot by listening to your show. You're very kind. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually pretty straightforward. It, it is um, uh, clear to me that you have what's referred to as a variable rate mortgage. You have either a line of credit. Now, you mentioned it as a mortgage, so it could very well be a mortgage, but you, it could also very well be a line of credit. This is much more common in, in the world of lines of credit than it is in mortgages where you have a variable rate. Mortgages that have variable rates generally change their rates on an annual basis. This uh, payment that you're making has changed, is changing the rates on a, on a monthly basis. So way back early in the year, the interest rates were lower. And so you had less of your payment needed to go to interest. That allowed more of your payment to pay down principal. Later this year, as mortgage rates particularly have risen rather dramatically until just the last 10 days or so, two weeks, they have risen dramatically. You are paying a higher interest rate. You're paying more of your fixed monthly payment, your $500. More of that is going to the interest, which leaves less of it to go to principal. So uh, I would strongly encourage you to clarify this with uh, your mortgage holder. Make sure that you understand exactly how they're applying the interest and, and, and confirm that it's correct. Mistakes are made. And, uh, you know, humans make errors. So maybe this is a mistake, but it's unlikely. It's much more likely that it is a uh, floating rate and that your rate is adjustable and, and that you're paying much higher interest now than maybe even you expect. Uh, Diane, if that is her real name, and I found that our bank, um, well, now former bank, um, had a um, an escalator uh, clause in our loan, and without as much as a letter, without as much as a note of going, hey, just so you're aware, uh, they increased our interest rate 4%. 4, f- 4%. I almost, yeah, that's what I said when I found out. <clears throat> so we paid that off. We fired the bank. Bye-bye. You may want to do the same thing. 
Uh, Gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. One of these days, Angie's going to show me how to fix this so it doesn't shut off in like a minute. So it'll stay on for. Ah, that was good. Um, uh, I came across your show a while back, and, and I have heard a lot of questions relating to annuities and particularly to annuity, slick annuity salespeople. Uh, are there large companies like New York Life, Mass Mutual, et cetera, fooling us on annuities? Why are annuities so badly looked upon? Don't they have any use at all? Uh, thank you, sir. This uh, very brief question has so much to unpack. I will do my very best in about three minutes. Um, do major... Uh, companies still also have slick salesmen who um, uh, earn high commissions and have no uh, real uh, commitment to their clients. Sure, that happens sadly everywhere. Uh, people that are motivated by higher commission and don't really care whether it's good for their client or not, whether it's an annuity, life insurance contract, a piece of real estate or anything else, uh, gold coins. So there's a lot. There, there is a degree of that everywhere. The major companies are less likely uh, to be involved in the kind of activities that we have seen as being so egregiously um, uh, offensive to our clients or injurious to our clients, actually taking money from our clients. So uh, they're far less likely because they have more stringent training. They tend to have career agents that are more committed. uh, And uh, many of their agents uh, are, are also part of either the CFP program, the CHLCHCU program, um, et cetera, et cetera. So they have uh, ethical standards of their own. Uh, On the other hand, sadly, slick annuity salesmen, yeah, there are a lot of those. Why uh, have annuities gotten a bad rap? Mostly because of the slick annuity salesmen. The other piece is, is that annuities tended, have tended to pay very high commissions. And those kinds, some of the lesser companies that pay very high commissions tend to attract those not so ethical individuals who can rather easily get licensed. And even if they've been thrown out of the securities business, even if they've been barred from uh, being financial advisors, they can still be life and annuity salespeople because the standards are so much lower. And yeah, uh, when, when somebody says to you, We'll give you, uh, uh, you, if you sell a $100,000 annuity, a relatively small annuity in today's world, we'll pay you $8,000, $10,000, $15,000 in commission as soon as the ink is dry. Yeah, that tends to encourage people to do bad things. Annuities are not bad, just, just as chainsaws are not bad. Chainsaws can be very damaging, but they can be very, very effective if they're used as they're intended. Hammers can be devastating or very effective. It's not the tool. It's the person using the tool. Annuities can do great, great, great things if they're properly applied. Folks, we have spent uh, the morning sharing as much as we possibly can for you. Um, Of course, we've had uh, our 
right, well, a bit of a challenge. No phones this morning. What are you going to do? Uh, I think we uh, we handled that rather well. I want to thank uh, Greg and uh, Chad and Mark for emailing in. I know that was a last-minute adjustment to what our plan was, um, but they handled that very, very well, and, and they, they had lots to add to the show. We appreciate that very much. And, again, um, with their uh, their travel for tomorrow, please keep Alyssa and Zach in your prayers for safe travel. This we're looking forward to her returning to us uh, next week and being side-by-side side for our next edition of More Than Money. And if we can help you in the interim, please uh, do one of uh, three things. Send me an email, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. Go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. You'll learn tons and tons. And then reach out to us or go old-fashioned and give us a call, 610 610- Seven four six seven zero zero seven six one zero seven four six seven zero zero seven. Folks, thanks so very much. You've shared part of your Saturday with me. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next week on More Than Money.